Welcome to the Plenteous Redemption Podcast, where the cross and the culture are on a collision course for discussion. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require signs, the Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified. Under the Jews a stumbling block, under the Greeks foolishness, but under them which are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Now, here's your host, Thomas Irvin. Welcome back to the Plenteous Redemption Podcast. I have a, um, a Mother's Day sermon for you. <laughs> uh, I had the privilege of preaching uh, Mother's Day here at Masaka Independent Baptist Church uh, Sunday morning, and um, this is what I preached. We went through Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31. Now, I know that might seem a bit you know, like a common passage to teach, um, uh, but it's still true, still very good. Um, and a blessing to God's people. So let's try to go through this as quickly as we can uh, to meet our time constraints, and and uh, hopefully it'll be a help and a blessing to you, you godly women out there, and, and then to you other aspiring godly women. <laughs> Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her. He shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth the field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth the vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good, her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry, her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time, in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman 
that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Proverbs 31 verses 10 through 31. Now, personally, I'm not a fan of holidays. Uh, In fact, I wish Christians had enough wisdom and resolve to stop participating in Catholicism. I think that'd be a good thing. Uh, But regarding Mother's Day, we have found something worth celebrating. I was fortunate to marry a wonderful woman who loves me, cares for me, is loyal to me, and remains so even when I make dumb decisions. She doesn't falter based on my my ability or lack thereof. (laughs) Then we had children, and her value as a selfless, caring woman dedicated to her family increased exponentially. My children flourish because of the love and care of their mother. I am able to get much accomplished because I have a trustworthy and dependable wife who never complains about my work and ministry. She never gets a break, rarely has time for herself, seldom gets what she wants, and does it all joyfully. Praise the Lord. To be a mother is to be dedicated to a life of selfless service to your family. Um, I thank God for my wife. She is far better to me than I deserve. I thank the Lord. I know my children are in safe and faithful hands throughout the day with their mother. That is a, those are comforting realities. And, and they require, they require that, that we men and women be very careful who we choose to marry. Uh, not only is this relevant to the oddities of today, you know, being careful who you marry. I mean, the, the obvious reality is that God made man and woman to marry each other. Uh, he made the woman for the man. That, that's what she was made for. Now, I understand that's not popular, and that's, um, you know, <laughs> somehow, that's somehow a confusing idea today that, that, or an inflammatory idea today. It shouldn't be. It's, it's one of the most common sense realities that exist on this planet. And there are differences between men and women. Those differences will never be resolved. They'll, they'll, they will, you, you, a man will never be a woman, and a woman will never be a man. You you can you can use all the cosmetics and and cosmetic surgery you want and try and force yourself to look like something you're not. Um, none of it is real. It's a charade. It's it's a devastating charade that you should abandon as quickly as you can. And none of this is meant to be hurtful or harmful or to upset you. It's a it's a biblical reality. And because it's a biblical reality, uh, it, it, it functions according to the rules of, this, of, of the reality of this world. And if you try and fight against that and push against that, you're going to hurt yourself. And, and, you know, now that's not our topic today. Our topic today is a virtuous woman. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? Now, pay attention to what the Lord said there. God said the price of a virtuous woman it's far above rubies, far above. Now, there are only two things in the Bible that, ha- that are worth more than rubies. Number one, um, we find in Job 28, 18, no mention shall be made of coral or of pearls, for the price of wisdom is above rubies, above rubies. Uh, Proverbs 3, verses 13 through 15, happy is the man that findeth wisdom 
And the man that getteth understanding, for the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things that canst desire, thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Proverbs 8.11, for wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. So wisdom is obviously of more value than rubies, but and and you could make the argument through the verses we read that it that it's that it may be even uh, uh, exponentially more valuable than than rubies. But the Lord said of a virtuous woman that her price is far above rubies. What a statement! And and what 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 a thing to strive for for women. If you were a woman. And, and, and God places the value of, of your virtue, your willingness to be holy, righteous, just, kind, loving, uh, dedicated, faithful, all, all these wonderful uh, characteristics that, that can be tied into being virtuous. Um, why would you not want to be that? Why are so many women running away from that? I mean, sprinting away from it, trying to jump off the cliff into debauchery as fast as they can. God said a woman of this sort, a virtuous woman, oh, her price is far above rubies, far above rubies. What a blessing. And, and what, what, a, what, a, what a standard to strive for. Now, for, for men who have a virtuous woman, because it, it does say, who can find a virtuous woman, the heart of her husband. <laughs> the the in, insinuation there seems to be that she's married. Uh, now, I, I, I wouldn't go so far as to say you, you can't be a single woman and not be virtuous, but, but as we read, the details of her virtue are intimately connected to her service to her family, her husband and her children, and, and even her, her handmaids and the poor, and, and we're going to see that she... The virtuous woman takes care of many people, and there are many things in this list as a single lady you could do, you could apply to your life, and and certainly uh, at least at least make preparation to be a virtuous woman. But I I think it would be um, I think it would add strong to the argument that that you 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 are a virtuous woman if you live this way, single or married. You know, even as a single lady, you have a father, you have a mother, you have brothers and sisters, you have other family members that that have needs. They're still the poor and needy. You 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 still have. Um, I mean, there's just so many ways you could apply these things. But but this is what this is my point. Uh, those of you that are that are married and have husbands, and and so I'm going to speak to the husbands here. God said her price is far above rubies. How do you treat your gold and your silver? and your precious metals, and your precious stones? How do you treat the expensive and delicate things that you own? You take good care of them? Well, God said that your, your, your virtuous wife, again, assuming she is one, <laughs> now that's, you don't try and answer that question out loud. You need to, <laughs> you might get you hurt. <laughs> uh, I have a virtuous wife. I, I have no question about it. There's no doubt in my mind. I have a wonderful, good, dedicated, faithful, selfless wife. God said that if that is true, the, the, the value of my wife is far, 
far above rubies. So the question is, gentlemen, do we treat our wives, our virtuous wives, as though they are of they 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 are that valuable? Do we believe God when He says that her her value is far above rubies, or do you treat your rubies better than you treat your wife? You treat in in you know inanimate objects that have great value better than you treat the living, breathing example of the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. <laughs> How do you treat her? Christ said he died for his bride. He shed his own blood for his bride. How do you treat your wife? Do, do you treat her as though she's valuable? Uh, that'd be something That'd be something good to sit down and think about. And if you don't, it'd be something good to fix. Now, you don't, if she's a virtuous woman, she is valuable. It doesn't mean she does everything perfect and everything right. So you don't, your, your treatment of her it is it's still based on the fact that she is she is uh uh and she has that value vested in her it doesn't fluctuate it's not like the stock market <laughs> uh she's valuable treat her like it act like it verses 11 and 12 the heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of, his, of, of her life. Praise the Lord. The book of Genesis tells us that woman was specially created to be a help meet for the man. When you, have, when you have a wife, your heart can safely trust in her. And, and she, she just gives herself to that place of being a help. Oh man, you got something valuable that you better cling to. The Bible says that for this cause, you know, shall a man leave his family and cleave to his wife, cleave to her. Don't let her go. Uh, in this passage, the heart of her husband does safely trust in her. I, I hope you understand what that means. I hope you understand the value in that. He has become so close, so trusting, so vulnerable with his wife, that he understands she can responsibly and soberly know his deepest secrets. Now, my, my wife knows a lot about me, and you'll never know. I have no doubt that my wife, you know, the worst things about me, she's fully aware of them and would never go and let that and, and, and reveal that as though that was characteristic of who I am. It's a part of who I am. Uh, but but those deeper, darker, or or not even dark, that just the 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 more intimate aspects of who you are, that that area of vulnerability that only gets shared with with husband and wife, between husband and wife, um, that's an area that has to be carefully protected. You when when a when a man puts his puts that level of trust into a woman, and a woman puts that level of trust into a man. It is devastating if that's violated. It, it cannot be violated with any expectation of maintaining a, a good long-term relationship. It just can't. You got to be so, so careful when, when that level of trust is shared between a husband and a wife. Protect it. Cherish it. Nourish it. Uh, it's important. And, and one of the reasons so many relationships are so bad today is because that level of intimacy doesn't exist because they can't trust each other. 
And so that people never get to share these intimate details and these intimate aspects of who they are with each other in a, in a godly manner within the home. And so they got to go, so they got to go pay a psychiatrist and they got to go pay a, uh, you know, a doctor, a, a, a psychologist. They've got to go and see somebody else to talk to about the, this, their inner pains, the, the emotions, the, um, the insecurities, the problems, the troubles, they, they won't open up to their wife because they can't trust her. Uh, I have no concern whatsoever with my wife when it comes to those things. I can talk to my wife. Now, as men, it doesn't mean you should go talk about all those things to your wife. You don't want to overwhelm your wife with your insecurities. You, you're the protector. You're the one that's supposed to keep the house stable and, and, and moving in the right direction. But what a help it is to be able to sit down with your wife and, and talk and for your wife to sit down with you and talk and be able to share those, those intimate details that need to be hashed out and thought about and talked about and, and that can help relieve the emotional and physical strain from all the stress of bottling those things up. When you have somebody you can trust to talk to about those things, what a blessing. Uh, this is why adultery is so devastating. Uh, this bond of safety and trust is broken. It's damaged, and it may never be repaired. Now, if 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 you've been in that situation and you've been able to repair, you know, reconcile with your wife, praise the Lord. I'm I'm happy for you. Uh, but those of you that maybe are a little too flirtatious and 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 you dabble around in this in the, in the area of adultery a little too much, you're going to destroy your life and your family for a few minutes of pleasure. It's not worth it. Don't do it. It's devastating. Um, a virtuous woman, the heart of her husband does safely try. You know, I'm, I'm here right now, my wife and children at home. I have no, I have, I have absolutely no concern about who's going in and out of my house right now. It's just not, it's just not a problem for us. I can trust my wife. She can trust me. And, and so I, I want it to stay that way. Uh, it should be obvious that a man's wife would do would not do them evil. I mean, that should be the obvious thing. But I think this the the stereotype and the joke has probably become more of the reality. Uh, marriages are just broken, and and people are so bitter and angry. They just they want to hurt each other, and I don't understand it. Uh, shouldn't be that way. Verses thirteen through sixteen. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. Oh. <laughs> She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth it meat to her husband and a portion of her for her to her maidens. She considereth the field and buyeth it with the fruit of her hands. She planteth a vineyard. The Bible says she worketh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to lose some of you here. <laughs> a virtuous woman is a working woman. She doesn't sit around all day doing nothing. All right now. What a woman does, what a good woman does at home with the children throughout the day, it's long, hard, tireless work. It's rewarding. It's wonderful. It's good, especially if you have an appreciative family. But there's no time to sit around and do nothing. Those children have to be trained. That house has to be cared for. And if you have a husband who's worth his salt, he's out working, not sitting at home doing nothing also. And, and when the two go hand in hand, you, you have a beautiful situation there. You have a, 
You have a good chance of raising and having a, a good, stable, godly family. Uh, the Bible says she worketh willingly. Who? No one forces her. Nobody makes her. Uh, she's busy caring for 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 the needs of her family and her and 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 those close to her family. She has no time to sit around and do nothing. She doesn't. She's not whining about a girl's night out. She's not sitting around watching television, watching soap operas, watching whatever it is people watch today. I don't even know if soap operas still exist, but she's working and she does it because she loves her family and she knows that things need to be done. And so she sets, she sets her mind to it, sets her hearts to it and, and sets her heart to it and she gets it done. She is like the merchant ship. Now I I joke that if my wife sent me shopping by myself, I'd come home with coffee and soda water. (laughs) And then I'd order food when, it, <laughs> when I got hungry from a restaurant. I said, my wife, she knows what we need, how much we need, what we're out of, what we need to get more of, what we were supposed to buy. What, I mean, she knows all those things. I don't have a clue about those things. Uh, I, I could get by if I had to, um, but my wife can just, she, she just knows inst- instinctively what we need and she gets, she gets it done. I take her out shopping. I hate shopping. I can't stand it. Um, you know, I like to do all my shopping before I go online. I know where it is, how much it costs, how many I can get, and then I go there and get it, or I order it online and never, ha- and then wait for it to come. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, my wife needs to go shopping from time to time. I take her shopping, and she knows exactly what to get for our family, so we're taken care of. She riseth also while it's yet night. She gets up early. Uh, we once you get married and you have children, you gave up independence. It doesn't exist anymore. You gave up sleeping in and laying around. It, you know, I would suggest you shouldn't have been doing it when you were single. And if you're single and you do live that way, you're not going to like being married. It's, it's not going to be good for you. If you're an independent woman who wants your feminist ideals to be recognized, don't get married. You know, don't, don't, you don't need a family. It's not going to be good for you. If you're going to have a family, it's a selfless, venture. As a wife, you've got to serve God, your husband, and your children. Where does that leave you? Not much time for self. And my wife has handled that so graciously, and I'm so thankful for that. And, and, and I don't want to take advantage of it. I don't, I don't want her to be abused and misused and worn out, but, but that's the life. That's how life is with a family. You, you've got to be willing to sacrifice in order to Raise up to train up your children in the way they should go and to make sure that home is taken care of. And my wife does that, and I'm so thankful for it. Verse 17, she girdeth her loins with strength ooh, and strengtheneth her arms. <laughs> so she's, she's not overweight and sloppy. And I understand in today's world, that's, those are mean things to say. I, I get that. I also think it's mean that you would sit around and be lazy and just overweight. Don't do that. The virtuous woman girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. Now, women are strong in unique ways. Um, my wife, she can, you know, my son is a big boy. He's, he's just over a year old and he is heavy. I hold him for 10 minutes and my arm is dead. And I'm like, man, he can walk, put him down, (laughs) let him stand and walk. Uh, My wife, she can cook, do the laundry, do the dishes, 
run from one end of the house to the other, put away clothes, hang clothes, take them off the line, put them back on the line. I mean, all this stuff and carry a kid at the same time and talk to my daughter. Do you know what it's like to have to talk to a two-year-old daughter who has an active, very intelligent brain? (laughs) She never stops. She never stops talking. She's, her mind is constantly working. And so my wife can do all those things and carry this big boy and entertain my daughter intellectually all at the same time. I mean, that's, that's a special talent. <laughs> and, and I praise the Lord that I have a wife who, who, who will give herself to, to maintaining that and taking care of that. Verses 18 through 22, she perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. So she's up by night and she doesn't go to bed till late. She gets up early, goes to bed late, gets up early. Now, I think you should, if you're this busy, you should try and get a good night's rest if you can, but uh, she sacrifices on behalf of others. Uh, she layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reach, reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household. Uh, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings and tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. She's not only up early, she's up late in the night. She is taking care of her family. She has no, she is not concerned with the changing weather because she has thought ahead of time and prepared her family for what's coming. She didn't wait for it to hit. And then suddenly everybody's scrambling to try and get what's needed. She's on top of it. And what a blessing. Verse 23, her husband is known in the gates. What's he doing? Sitting around with the elders among the city. <laughs> Just a random note. Uh, wife is out working and the husband's sitting around in the gates. Praise the Lord. No, not really. He's, you know, anyways, ver- verses 24 through 25. She maketh fine linen and selleth it and, and delivereth goods unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come. That's important. Now's the time for work, labor, and sacrifice. The time to rejoice is coming. And if you, if you exchange, if you fail to meet that bargain and you, you want the rejoicing right now without the labor, well, then in time to come, you're, you're going to be devastated. You're not going to be rejoicing. If you supplement rejoicing now in the time of labor when you should be working, you're setting yourself up and your family, you're setting them up for failure. Now, serve, give, selfless. Later comes the rejoicing and it will come. Praise the Lord. Verses 26 through 27, she openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. And she looketh well on the ways of her husband and eateth not the bread of idleness. This, this woman, um, she, she is made of remarkable substance. She is focused on on the good of her family. She is not idle. She's not lazy. She's not demanding. She is giving, laboring, selfless, loving, kind, hardworking. Amidst her diligent and selfless labor, wisdom and kindness flow from her lips. Is it any wonder then that a virtuous woman is, is worth far above rubies? I mean, wisdom and kindness are on her lips. Isn't wisdom worth more than rubies? You see the connection there? Um, She doesn't stop and yell at people. She isn't angry because 
She, you know, she has to care for her family. She isn't angry for the work that has to be done daily. She is kind and she is wise. Verses 28 through 31, her children rise up, arise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Did you catch that last part? Let her own works praise her. So if you're not laboring, you know, did you know a cow has babies? Okay, so you, you're not praised for popping out babies. That's not the honorable thing. It's the fact that you went through that difficult struggle, that dangerous struggle, that painful struggle of having a baby, and then you gave yourself over to, to your family. And you labored to the extent that, that because of the work of your hands, you should be rejoiced, you should be praised, and you should expect honor. After you've done the labor, not before. Having the baby is not the honorable thing. What's honorable is that you gave yourself over to your families. Now, families of that sort are the most vital foundation a church or a society will ever have. It's desperately needed and desperately missing. If I, if I were a pastor, families would be the focus continually, always. It, it would, uh, Pastor Ron Ralph has done an excellent job with this in, in, at Cornerstone Baptist Church in, in Carthage, Tennessee. Families, build families that will build the church and that will build your society. Happy Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day. Thank you for listening. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can learn more about our ministry by visiting www.plenteousredemption.com. You can hear more Plenteous Redemption podcast audio at www.plenteousredemption.media. Please comment below if this podcast has been a help to you. Also, inform us of future topics that would interest you. Thank you again for listening to the Plenteous Redemption podcast.